Hi, my name is Jay Paul. You're listening to the Jay Paul Hernandez podcast, powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. Hi, everyone. My name is Jay Paul Hernandez, and welcome to the Jay Paul Hernandez podcast. I look up to this guest of mine. He's younger than me, but you know he is mature beyond years, and he is such a wonderful guy. And I've seen him grow through the last four or five years, and he has um, grown to a, a man um, leaps and bounds. So with that being said, let me introduce my guest today, Mon Reyes. Hello. Good afternoon. Hi, KJ Paul. Hi, Mon. Thank you so much for being here. Um, before yeah, we start glad our... Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you. Before we start <laughs> our interview, I love starting with... Um, I love opening with asking about what are you grateful for? At least three to five things you are grateful for. Hmm. Three to five things that I'm grateful for. Well, first thing that comes into mind is that I recently got to visit my family at Laguna because they live at Laguna. Eh? And right now I'm living here in, in Manila. And ever since lockdown began, it was it was a lot more difficult. You know, it was a lot more difficult to travel from one place to another. So ever since... I mean, we've been here for six months now, but I only got to visit them twice palang, the entire time. And so you know, the last one was right before my birthday. And so I was, I was, I'm really happy that I got to do that. I'm really happy that I got to, I got to have at least a, a celebration with them. And I guess that's the second one. I celebrated my birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday. Uh, uh, and uh, a third one, third one was, well, I did something different this August. This August, I took a, I took a week-long break. And so I prepared for it. I planned for it. I delegated everything that needs to be delegated. And I, and I took a break from like one week. I think that was the second week. Oh, second week of August, ng Monday to Friday, ng derecho, right? And that, uh, that gave me really a, a time to breathe and a time to think and a time to, I don't know, a time to reassess and realign myself. And so I'm, I'm really really grateful for that <laughs> amazing amazing thanks mon uh yeah um well belated happy birthday i, I remember greeting you so yeah. anyway i'm really happy that you were able to spend time with your family a little bit time away from Ikel. so, so for those who don't know uh Ikel is his um roommate he's a good yeah. man we just like to tease him a lot <laughs> So don't yeah. don't, uh, don't make any misconceptions. We, we just like to get into that later. Come back and become your roommate and everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure there's a story there that. too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, Mon, um, so I met you when you were, I think, college. You were discerning mm. about a lot of things in life. You worked, and now right. you're in a campus <clears throat> missionary. So maybe you can start by sharing what do you do now? Um, mm. what, is your, what do you do and what does your life look like? Right. Uh, right now, I am a youth missionary full-time. Uh, we're bivocational. So I also do other things on the side. But right now, I'm serving, as a, I'm serving and I'm working as a full-time youth missionary. And uh, just recently, just this year, I've been appointed a role sa Central, sa Feast Youth Central, as Assistant Director for Community Inreach, which means that part of my responsibility is to look out or to look after for the 
the different youth ministries that we have across Mega Manila and uh, to help them out, to help help build the culture and to uh, and help help plan for the direction and everything. And so that started this year lang. But I have been a youth missionary for about two years now, full time. Oh. That was, uh, yeah, that, that was... That was something, <laughs> and, uh, but that, that, a lot of what I'm doing now is is related to that. Aside from that, I'm also a writer. Um, I'm I also give talks, I give recollections, I give retreats. So usually, babad din talaga ako sa estudiante, sa mga youth, even outside of what I'm doing uh, within our community, within LOJ. And right now, um, one of my most well, one of my my main responsibilities right now is to is to lead our youth home, youth home TAF, which is our, our weekly gathering for young people, for students here in TAF. So, mga Tagalasal and Benild and Saints Co. And uh, this is the youth gathering, the official youth gathering of the feast of our community. And so, yeah, there, there are probably a lot more there, but those are, those are the main things. Um, wow. Find myself involved in quite a lot sometimes. Well, oftentimes. <laughs> but, wow. I mean, but, that's, yeah. that's really amazing, bro. I, I mean, I'm glad that you are not not busy, but more of you are you're productive. You are living your life. You are, you know, maximizing yourself. And you know, during I guess that happened. I think um, the last few years. Mm. Um, why why did you do why did you decide to get involved you know for example you're you're in a corporate stable job you know just have mm. to focus on that yeah but you decided to um go out of your comfort zone and do all these things um what was on your mind and why did you do it right yeah yeah that, that's that's something as well you know like like it's it's not one of those things. Eh? It's not one of those things. Ka, you look forward and you dream like the future. Mo, who, what do you want to be when you grow up? Bagayan your question usually, right? You wouldn't normally hear a kid say na parang, oh, I want to be a youth missionary. Like parang, yeah, no one yeah, says yeah. that. Right? So uh, I could say that for me as well. I didn't plan. I didn't plan to be a, a youth missionary when I was growing up. And I, I had these different ideas of what I could be, of what I could pursue, or what I could do. But I wanna, I'm one of those students that when I stepped into college, I wasn't sure, like I wasn't clear of what it is that I wanted to pursue, what it is that I wanted to do. I was more, I was more or less just going with the flow. And because uh, when I was in high school, I was achiever in high school. In college, I was not because I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I was in high school, yeah, I was a bit of an achiever. And so I didn't really pay much attention to what it is that, that I was supposed to do next, right? Because I kind of felt like, um, I kind of felt like uh, it was just part of the thing, something that you have to do. And so, and so that led me to a lot of trouble when I was in college. I ended up staying like for six years in college and having to stop for one year and moving different universities, shifting programs, as in it was a, it was a mess. But, but it was there in that, in that chaos, uh, especially when I had to stop school. It mm. was there when 
I was I started to be immersed in the youth ministry. When I started to be drawn in, I was invited to this youth camp, and then I started meeting friends there, and then I was slowly being introduced to the community. I was slowly being introduced to my faith, and which was something that I felt that I always had, you know, because I was raised Catholic, my parents are practicing, my grandparents are practicing, but it wasn't really something that I took seriously for the longest time. For me, it was just, it was just that thing, you know, um, it, it's like, it's like your weird uncle. <laughs> you see, you see that uncle when it's Christmas or when it's the holidays, you don't really know him, but you kind of, you kind of understand like, He's part of the family. You should honor him. And, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. you're really distant. And it's just one of those things that when your parents tell you, oh, bumeso ka. <laughs> bumeso ka sa tito mo. And then yeah, you'll do that because you're forced to or kind of obliged to. My relationship with my faith was kind of like that. It mm. was like a weird uncle where I acknowledged that it exists, right? But it wasn't really something that I was drawn to. It wasn't really something yeah, that yeah, I was yeah. intimate with. Like It took some time. And so... When I was uh, when I was when I began to get involved further, that was when I be- that was when I learned like the beauty of it. That was when I started knowing mm. more about God, and I guess part of a huge part of why I'm doing what I'm doing now is as a response to the things that I have experienced as well when I was yeah. there. And so that's part of the reason why I, I stayed in the youth ministry because I was minister to when i was an attendee in the youth ministry when i was when i was in the campuses and so yeah that's 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 a huge part of it but it was a it was kind of a mess it was a <laughs> it was one decision after another it was one thinking and uh, planning after another I was, when i was about to graduate i had no idea of what i wanted to do the only thing that was clear in my head is i wanted to teach wanted to teach and so and so i graduated ng may 2017 oh yeah may 2017 pagdating ng june nasa masters na ako wow yeah 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 i remember <laughs> that ganun, like isang 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 buwan wala pa isang buwan eh but because that was clear in my head and during that time i didn't know what i wanted to pursue i just knew that i wanted to teach and uh and so i pursued that i pursued that i had to uh, I had to, uh, you know, got get myself employed. I worked for a year, and yeah, that was that was mostly to sustain my schooling, to sustain myself. Because sure, I graduated now in college, and I didn't have to parents ko as much as possible during that time. Um, I wanted <laughs> So, but later on, it was. It was one response after another. So it was, beautiful. yeah, really me being brought somewhere, me asking, being asked to respond. And so, mm. yeah, it wasn't, hindi siya parang one huge parang turning point. Okay, this is what I want to yeah, do yeah, for yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah, 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 it yeah. was more of like small steps that built up to where I am right now. I love what you were saying because um, usually, um, Achievers don't like chaos because they like everything properly. <laughs> um, right. And then, and then you know, you go to masters, and then this, and then this, and that. How did that? How how was that journey? Yeah. 
That's right. Yeah. I don't like chaos. <laughs> it was something that happened, but it wasn't really something that at least I didn't welcome it immediately. I didn't, uh, I was really resistant to it because I'm a planner. <laughs> I'm the type of person who plans his week ahead or maybe even two mm. weeks ahead. And then I plan wow. my day and then what are the stuff that I need to do? La, da, 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 da. And then even my, my even the times or, or the, the, the time slots where I'm allowed to be random or planned. <laughs> so, well, at wow. least as much as I could because, you know, I just function in that way. And so th- these things weren't really stuff that I was expecting. And, uh, but I guess there's, there's also something good about chaos. Eh? There's also something good about mm. um, your plans being shaken because eh, it opens you up. Right? Yeah. It, it allows you to see things that maybe you hadn't considered before. Because when you were planning, you were all you were, you were just thinking of this, 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 that, that, that. And then when the chaos happens, all right, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> and uh, that was a huge part of what happened to me. And I guess I'm, I'm grateful that I had people along the way. I had people who were there to journey with me. Um, who were there, even the people that I was journeying with as a youth minister, that's something, that's a huge part of what I do, right? I spend a lot of time with students. I spend a lot of time mm. with the young people. I do my best to get to know them and to introduce them to the Lord. And, um, but even if, even if I am trying to be a kuya for them, there are plenty of times when I, I find God speaking to me through through these people and so I'm really grateful for that it's really yeah it's really having a strong support system and that would play the huge role in it for me uh-huh. yeah wow amazing yeah and yeah I love what love what you said that you know even if you don't like chaos it's still a part of your life and it it, it has a role to mm. play and and as we enter life, we understand that life can be tremendously chaotic. Oh yeah. Um, and and I and you said, how has embracing chaos helped you? You know, get your wins, get your successes, get your achievements. How did embracing it or diving into it help you um, get your wins? Hmm. Hmm. Well, later on, when I was going through much of it, I, I, I didn't really understand it. I didn't really, uh, like for the most part, I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know, like a lot of where I am right now is because of, because of the people who helped me along the way. But uh, I guess right now, looking back, I've, I've learned to appreciate the value of having both a sense of order and a sense of openness, right? Yeah. It, it can't just be one. It can't just be pure order, planned, structure, mm. which is, for me, I'm more inclined to that. Like, I like when yeah, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. things. I like when, I, yeah. when things are under control. Right? I'm more inclined to that for sure. But I, I, I see the value of it. It's very important. But at the same time, um, in the process, I guess, that was when I became more uh, responsive to the idea of openness, where it's sometimes it's good when things don't go your way. 
Yes. Sometimes it's good when when random things happen. Sometimes it's good when you when you're surprised. Because <laughs> uh, that's the thing about you know being surprised. You don't see it coming. You don't expect it, and so you don't. You, you there. You, it's a place where you can learn things. At least for me, that's how I've come to appreciate it. Because when everything is in order, yes, you can. You have a sense of control over much of the stuff that are happening, but you know nothing new is happening if everything is in control. Like really? you don't yeah. really learn anything new if everything that happens are stuff that you've already prepared for, and Amazing. so. That's kind of, I guess for me, that's part of how I've appreciated that, like looking back. But for sure, when I was going through it, I didn't understand it. Ngayon na lang to, as Ngayon na lang na looking back, na parang, oh man, that's kind of, it's kind of the thing. <laughs> so beautiful. Mon, can you share a story when, you know, you were surprised, uh, some, a story when you were just sharing <laughs> that, you know, um, sometimes surprises, uh, teach you something new and, and just share something that wasn't um, planned that, but it became something good. Mm. Anything in your past <clears throat> that you can share? Something that wasn't planned but became something good. Back in 2015, I was, was already serving in the youth ministry. And the thing about our, our youth group during that time is we were kind of going through, well, not just our youth group, even that part of the community, right, uh, was kind of going through an adjustment because uh, Feast PICC during that time, well, it's being done in, in PICC. And that's where I regularly attended. But during that time, there was a there was a time when we weren't able to access PICC because of this event, right? I think it was uh, APEC yeah. or something. Mm. Um, because of this event, we weren't able to access PICC, but we were we used to gather, like, uh, used to fill up the, the halls within PICC, and there were no, like, alternatives that could match up to the same amount of people. And so the, the, the community during that time was kind of struggling with, okay, how do we respond to this? How do we adjust to this? Where do we move? And then we started exploring different venues. And during that time, uh, our, our youth gatherings were happening regularly. And then we were, we were at a point when, when things were really going well. You know? but, but because of this un, un, well, the unexpected thing, we weren't able to weren't able to cope at least uh, well nung mga first months of it and what ended up happening was well a lot of people left and uh, it was really a struggle and it was also during a time when we were transitioning like the leadership was transitioning but then everyone else is transitioning and for me oh during that time I was just I was just serving I didn't have a, a, a leadership responsibility Yet, well, it did to a certain degree, but not to the extent of you know, helping yeah. other leaders. But uh, that was a time when someone else was being trained to take on the role of being youth head. But this person, this person was, you know, he had other stuff going on in his life, and he was being called to some someplace else, uh, which really worked out for him, as in really which was great. 
Um, but then because of that, there was no one else to fill the role. And so during that time, uh, they asked me. They asked me to fill in the role. And I didn't know. I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know if I could. I didn't know if I should even. Um, but there was one thing that made me, there was one thing there that made me say yes to accepting the responsibility, even though everything was a mess during that time. And it was, it was the thought that I wanted to take care of the leaders who were still there. Mm. And so I accepted it. And for the first few months, even one or two years that we were there, I was, I was, I was really, ano ba? Nangangapa ako nun. <laughs> I didn't know how, how, how to do these things. I wasn't trained for this. Yeah. I wasn't prepared for it. It was just something that was handed to me, but I was trying to do my best and I was trying to experiment and I was trying to learn and I was trying to try out all of these things. But, and so I, I made a lot of mistakes and I, I made a lot of costly mistakes. Um, both emotionally costly and financially costly. <laughs> and, uh, as in, uh, I was I was making mistakes left and right. I was because I didn't know what to do. But but now looking back, I, I can really say that that was one of the moments that really formed me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, again, going going back to to what I was sharing a while ago, it was a lot of it had to do with the people that I was doing it with. Nice. A lot of it had have to do with my co-leaders and uh, the people that I had around me. And we didn't always know what to do, but at least we always had each other. <laughs> and that's so right. That's right. That, that was a huge, huge, huge thing for me. And so, uh, yeah, that, that was, that was, that was quite an adjustment. And then after that, that was a series of adjustments trend like one after the other but I guess that was one of those moments that uh, really shifted things for me <laughs> that's right you know I can I can really relate in a sense that um, I was not always the the leader like mm -hmm. I would be either a replacement or because there's no one else <laughs> yeah I yeah, know and and it's it's really for some reason embracing that situation i don't yeah. know if it's god's plan or or whatever but you know at the end of the day everything works out it's just based on experience mm. of course i panic like 50% of the time um <laughs> like like a lot um but yeah i mean i guess i am where i am in a sense because i've learned to embrace chaos that's what you were saying and mm you know, things to just allow itself to fall into place. Yes, you have a dream, you know what you want mm. to go to, but you're not controlling every single thing about it. Yes, you, yeah. you want to plan, you, this is what you want to do, but mm. there's, a, there's a dance, a tug of war. I, right. I, haven't, ex, I haven't mastered it, but I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And, and, and one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with what you were saying, with what you've learned through that experience, and now you're you're leading, you're leading other leaders. You're leading, uh, you know, probably hundreds and probably thousands of people now, just because you have influence, direct and indirect influence, 
um, with a lot of people and a lot of things happening in your life. How has that um, experience helped you be the leader and the missionary you are today? Hmm. The experience of going through the chaos? The experience of... Uh, yeah, for the the PICC story and anything, mm. any any yeah, for that the recent story you told. Right, right. Hmm. How is that? Well, that led me to really reconsider the the things that I care about, because the time that I became youth head was also the time when I was about to graduate college. And so I was also doing my thesis. I was also preparing my requirements and going through this and that uh, within school. And then, and then, because I had plenty of reasons to just turn away. I had plenty of reasons right. to just, but, uh, like, the heck, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it's not working out. Mm -hmm. So let's just, but, uh, maybe this is not for me. I had plenty of reasons to do that, but. You know that 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 led me to really reevaluating uh, what really mattered to me, the things that I value, the people that I value, even, mm -hmm. and so yeah, that, that that allowed me to push through. And I think there's also there's a there's a benefit to to making a a lot of mistakes. Ooh, there's there's yeah, a yeah. there's value in it, and I guess because that's the thing. If 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 you do everything right all the time, that's a good thing, right? That's a good thing. But you don't really learn anything new, and you don't really become you know you're not relatable to people, right? Mm, it, it, I guess. That's a huge part of it. Eh? The stuff that I did wrong. Parang now when I when I when I see other leaders who are struggling as well, especially kapag may mga specific stuff that are happening, you know, it, it can it's it's easier at least for me to sympathize. It's easier for me at least to try to understand where they're coming from, what's happening, and ah, okay, sige, because I'm drawing also from my past experiences. Mm -hmm from my past mistakes and even past hurts, right? Mm. And so, yeah, that, that was a huge part of it. Although, admittedly, that's also something that I'm still learning to do right now, right? I'm still learning to, I'm still learning to be more, uh, how would you put this? Not exactly considerate, because I do try to be considerate, but more um, receptive. That's right. <laughs> more more sensitive i guess to, to to where people are and what they're going through and because even right now i mean that's the thing that's the thing about that's the thing about leadership that's the thing about or not just leadership when you're pursuing something right even when you say accomplish certain things right in your in your in your time of trying to do it Even if you already have accomplishments, it's there are still some real challenges that are happening in the present time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess that's part of the 
trouble right now or the struggle right now because it's so easy to look at other people and to think na parang, oh, look at him. He's doing so well. Or, oh, look at that group. They're doing so well at this. It's as if, parang, oh, I want to be like that too. Which is not bad, right? It's not bad for you to aspire like better or something something bigger. But that's the thing. Just because it looks good doesn't mean that it's all good. <laughs> and so for me right now, I guess, you know, it's, it's easier for me to admit these things. It's easier for me to recognize these things that, okay, uh, I, am, I, 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 real, I feel really blessed. I'm, I'm grateful for where I am right now. But at the same time, I know that there could be more, right? At the same time, I know that I, I don't want to give off the vibe or the aura that, oh, I have everything figured out by now. And yeah, that all you yeah. have to do is this, this, that, that. Although I could speak from my experience, but that's the thing. It's 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 a journey. <laughs> mm. It's it's a it's a marathon. Right? Well, yeah, it's true. That's true. You know, for me, yeah, um, been leading for a while, but then I still have so many things to still learn. Mm. Can, can you tell a story about um, a mistake that you made that happened to you in your leadership, and how did that make you better as a leader? Mm mistake that i made <laughs> and there's a big one that i remember um this was around the second year that i was youth head and every summer we, we have this event called camp camp Calia. uh it's a it's a summer camp basically for for high school college students and during the the first year when i was youth head because here's the thing the thing about the thing about my team uh, <laughs> Is we're alike. I think that's part. That's a huge reason right? We we think in the same way, and that's one of the things that I really, I really tried to like at least begin on when when we were first meeting mm-hmm. each other. Na okay, sige, we need to identify what is our purpose, what is our goal. Everything that we do should be aligned to that goal, and so and then everything beyond that. I allowed them to be creative. I allowed them to explore. Yeah. I allowed them to learn. Ganyan, ganyan. and so we were always we were always coming up with these. Uh, crazy ideas of how to do this, of how to do that. We were always innovating and, and trying to push the boundaries, right? And uh, some of it worked out, not all of it. But, uh, some of it really, really just flopped. But I, I, some of it bore fruit, as in, which I'm, I'm grateful for that it did. And so the first year that I was youth head, during the youth camp, we were waiting for... Uh, because every year, we release the program flow from Central. And then we, we would, all the different uh, feasts from the different locations, the youth ministries from the different feasts would follow the program. And, uh, and yeah, that, that, was, that was basically how camp went. So, and so every, everywhere, every, we were, even though we were doing camp um, in different locations and different schedules, there was an element of it was kind of the same, right? It was yeah. kind of the same within... Uh, within Mega Manila, at least, and the only—I mean—the differences were in the specifics, but the broad strokes are the same. And so, there was a time when when we wanted to prepare for a camp early, but the resources weren't weren't available yet. And so, what we did is we started we started preparing. We started preparing our own program. We started. We started doing this, started doing that, ganyan, ganyan. and then parang we had our ideas. We could do this, we could incorporate that. And then we, we, we had all of these, these crazy ideas of how, 
how we could, uh, well, of how at least we learned from the past times that we've been doing camp and how we could, we could improve it, how we could make it better, how, so we had all of these ideas. And then uh, what we did that year is we, we went to our, our, our leader during that time, uh, it was Kuya Pao, and, and we proposed it to him, right? We proposed to him the idea, Kuya Pao, here it is, here, here's, here's, the, here's our proposed flow, here are our proposed activities, da 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 and then he approved it, as in, so we were, we were super glad, we were thankful, sobrang okay kami, ganyan, parang, and then what ended up happening is he, he, he modified the program a bit to fit, to fit the direction of Central, and then it ended up being applied to, to, the, different, uh, to the different feasts as well. So we were, we were grateful, we were happy. You were happy about it. Okay, here's the mistake. Next year, next year, same dilemma, right? We wanted to prepare early for camp. Um, we were still waiting for the resources. We were still waiting for the materials. Um, I mean, I mean, and so during that time, we started doing the same thing, forming ideas. How can we do camp? This and that and this and that, but this time our ideas were more uh, eccentric, could you say? <laughs> we're more out of the box. But here's the thing. I made a mistake during that time, and my mistake was I did not have it approved. Okay. And so we, we spent uh, two months of, oh, two to three months of preparing for camp. And like looking back, it wasn't something that, it wasn't something that I was consciously trying to do. Na parang I'm trying to hide something. Na parang kasi hindi siya approved kapag ganyan, ganyan. But what what happened was um, around the week before camp, uh, I had that realization. I had that realization of I, I was in conversation with someone. Someone was talking to me, and our conversation kind of led to kind of led to the, the value of influence, understanding kung ano ba yung, alam mo yung how your affections, uh, how, how your affections, how your actions affect others. And, um, and so that got me thinking and then I, it dawned on me na parang, oh, shucks, oh, oh, nga. Like, hindi ko pa napapa-approve yung program. No one knows about it except our team. And so I was, I was struck with a, with a, how would you put this? But I was, I was put in a crossroads, right? Do I say it? <laughs> do I bring it up? Or do I just let it pass? And then I bring up ko na lang after para at least tapos na kasi next week na eh. <laughs> And so the weekend before camp, rather. So we had half a week. And so two weeks, uh, two days, two days before the actual camp. Parang, ne, no. Like, Mon, you have to do the right thing. You have to do the right thing. And so I messaged Kuya Pao. Sabi ko, Kuya Pao, is it okay if we meet? Is it okay if we talk? Ganyan. And so nag-meet kami. Like, we were, we were leaving for the campsite on Wednesday. This was Monday. Usap kami, dinner, uh, update ng konti, kumusta ng konti, ganyan. And then finally, I brought it up. I made a mistake. <laughs> uh, and then I started laying it out. I started telling him about what we had planned. For, for camp, that we had a completely different set of activities. We had a completely different schedule. We had a completely different program compared to what Central gave us, provided. 
and he was listening and there was a part of me na kinakabahan kasi parang paano kung sinabi niyang paano kung sinabi niyang hindi pwede yan i-apply niyo yung i-apply niyo yung original program like we have two days we have two days and so finally i, I natapos ako magsalita tapos ako magkwento and then and then Kuya Paul's response response was was well he he said that alam niyo we appreciate the stuff that you're doing your efforts and you're trying to innovate that you're trying to think outside the box those those are really good things you're trying to be creative maganda yan um like diba alalahanin yung last year and then yun nga we talked about yung how last year's program how it went and so we started off by saying that Nepara, and we're, we're it's really good that you're trying to that you're trying to push the boundaries but you have to do the original program because that wasn't approved and he started talking about the other side that i i didn't realize during that time Nepara, yung mga activities kasi ina-approve yan to make sure yung yung mga safety concerns yung mga ina-approve yan ng, ng higher leaders and we want to be accountable for you. We also wanna wanna be able to protect you and to to to, know, to help you out in case something happens. But if you do something that is not approved by the leaders, then may happen That's that's gonna be a concern. And so he told me that. And then that night, that night, I, I had a greater appreciation of what Kuya does. That's one. And second is I, I had to I had to face the next step, which was how do I talk to my team about it? Yeah. How do I tell them? And I started with the core team, with the people in charge. I told them about it. I texted them. Um, and then napagusapan namin siya and everything. And then Wednesday came. And then on Wednesday, when the servants were there. Or Thursday, rather. On Thursday, na when when everyone was there, the entire team was there. Um, tapos na yung umagang portion ng program, ng day one program. I asked if we could meet together. Hadal kami, usap kami, and then I ex- explained to them the entire thing, and and I apologized. I I said sorry. Mm, wow. Hey guys, I, I made a made a mistake. This is a. This is on me, right? And all of you had to adjust because of what I did. All of you had to. You we, we were preparing for three months, and you had to change everything in two days, and that was a huge, like huge, huge adjustment. And uh, I had to. I had to own up to it, and that was. That was life changing for me, because. That was when I felt that as much as as much as I'm trying to be there for them, mm-hmm. they were also there for me. Wow. Because you know, they had every reason to to get mad or to flip off or to I don't know, to just I don't know, and to, to respond and they had every reason, but yeah, we we, we faced it together. And wow. for me that was that was a lesson in you know that was a lesson in taking responsibility that was a lesson also in receiving kasi nung time na yun wala ako eh like mm-hmm. i know that i didn't deserve any of this 
all I had to do is just receive how they were loving me at that time, and that was that was by forgiving me, <laughs> and uh, mm. and and well, thank God that that camp was successful. Thank God that we were able to push through, and that you know he was really faithful, and us in. But man, that was that was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, really. For me, right now, looking back, in the way that I would look at leadership, in the way that I would um, I would value relationships when it comes to teams, right? Na hindi pwedeng, hindi pwedeng workmates lang kayo eh. Um, and ngayon, that's something that I ask I ask people, like I ask other leaders, or I ask them, na parang, if kung hindi kayo nagsiserve together, or hindi kayo nag-work together, ano kayo? Are you even friends? And, you know, part of the reason why that matters so much to me is because I was on the other, I experienced what it's like to be on the other side of that, of, of being on the receiving side of, oh, shocks. Like, man, I'm really grateful for these people. Yeah. Grabe. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, bro, for just that humble sharing of being vulnerable and yeah, I mean, it takes a real man and a great leader, a humble leader to admit that mistake. And I'm, I'm and I congratulate your whole team. It also speaks leaps and bounds about your leadership because yes, they could have chosen to be mad at you or whatever. But yeah, I mean, there is a gift of mm. uh, that is given when you decide to be humble. Of course, I think the biggest punishment is the pain. Of dealing itself. with it inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because some people will run away from it and it will just become a bigger problem in the end. But it's, yeah, as you said, dealing with the problem head on, embracing the pain inside that nobody understands, that is actually, um, that what's, that's what makes great leaders, great leaders. And I think you're already on that path just with that one story and it just multiplies through the years. From from everything you've shared, brother, um, what are your lessons in leadership? Hmm. How how yeah? What have you learned as you know as your leadership influence just grows through the years? Right, right. Lessons in leadership. Well, like I said, these are just the things that are popping out of my mind right now. Um, but I already told about. I already mentioned one thing. Which is the relationships. Relationships matter. It really does. Mm, yep, uh, yep. It should be a priority. It should be well defined and it should be intentional because relationships don't happen on their own. Yeah. And um, like for me, that, that was a that was also a realization for me that you know it's it's not enough that you spend time together in the times when you have to spend time together. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You really have to go the extra mile when it comes to people because they're they're more than just their responsibilities. They're more than just their roles. They're people, and that's really a big thing. Um, the intentionality. So relationships, intentionality, um, communication mm. is a big thing. You have to be clear with what you say. Um, you have to be, you know. You have to say it as it is sometimes. 
that's right yeah, especially if it's hard like okay for example uh sa, sa relationships kami katya my girlfriend is this among ano namin yan eh na pag mas mahirap pag-usapan mas kailangan pag-usapan and that's so right. Right. and right. so you know isn't that that's a really huge part of it it sounds cliche but that's the thing about cliches there's a reason why it's cliche hmm hmm Hmm. And I guess the one thing is, one more thing is, like, you can do it, but you can't do it alone. Ooh, so beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think a lot of leaders need that, especially during this time, whether you're in community or church, uh, corporate business, we really need leaders uh, or in the mm. government or whatever, wherever you are. We really need good leaders who will admit their mistakes, embrace those mistakes, deal with uh, whatever you need to deal with, mm. and then rise better. And with everything you're saying, yeah, I mean, you can't do it alone. Uh, there are things that you need to talk about. Because sometimes mm. we, as Filipinos, I think we like to, to parang, uh, how do you say this, sweep things under the rug. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah, people matter. People are not things. People, you know, the the people that make the team great are not machines. They are people you deal with every day. They all have weird stuff about them, and that's what make your makes your team wonderful. So I love what you're saying. Mm. Um, I yeah. think you know, whoever's gonna listen to this, um, whatever their leadership role is in their life. Maybe they're leading themselves only one pe- one person, two people, ten thousand people. What you're saying is just amazing. Uh, people need to embrace their mistakes. Mm. Yeah, that's also the thing about uh, you mentioned that there's a culture that we have a culture of sweeping things under the rug, and I think we have a tendency to avoid or to ignore. But that's the thing: if ignoring a problem won't make it go away that's right yeah. that's right yeah thank you man thank you for sharing that um as a leader now you're you're going through your next season in life because I, I feel that you've already um you're growing so much in this season i think you're moving to your next season of leadership as you said you were just assigned a new role in your leadership um new days ahead what are your vision? What's your what are your visions? What is your vision for life as a leader? What are you looking forward to? What are your dreams? Right. After all these years, I could say that that's that's still the one thing that I'm sure I want to do. I want to teach. And mm. that has shifted forms and shifted expressions and uh, shifted content even over the years but that's something that that i want to continue to do i want to oh, well. i want to teach and i want to learn i want to learn about i want to learn about people i want to learn about so with where i am right now that's something that i'm, I'm continuing to pursue um and yeah major like bago na yung scope it, it has begun to grow and right now i'm really glad that i have like I have uh, I have a great team now mm. because because they are doing stuff really well. I'm able to also focus on other things and other responsibilities that are that are now 
being handed to me, being given to me. And so, yeah, that's something that I want to continue. It's something that I want to continue. Particularly, um, now that I'm, um, I've been thinking more about it. Now that I've been, I've been preparing more. A huge part of it is to, to continue to talk about the faith. That's right. Because I really think that that's something that's, uh, hmm, very familiar but underappreciated or misunderstood right now. Yeah. I wanna. That's something that I wanna continue. I really have a, you know, like among a, one of the things that I'm very passionate about is uh, is talking about reading the Bible, mm-hmm. and which is a a weird thing. Like maybe for a lot of people, it's a weird thing because you know who does that, <laughs> and because uh, it's a very ancient book and. But that's the thing. That's the thing. I, I, there's there's so much into it. There's so much beauty into it. There's so much richness into it that ako rin, nung, nung, nung unti-unti ko na siyang nakikita. And even until now, I'm still in the process of really seeing because it's like it's like an, an endless, it's like a it's like a well that never runs out. Right? Yeah. Parang, you, you dig deeper into it and then, oh, there's something more. <laughs> and then yeah. you, part of that is yeah, I want to continue. I want to continue because because I've because I've been blessed enough to be you know, to be introduced to these things. To I want to share it. I want to I want to share it with people as well. And so that's what I've been trying to do, both in ministry, in work, in my personal endeavors. Even um, I've, I've been I've been doing what I can. That's right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, as a leader, when everything's said and done, how do you want to be remembered as a leader? Ooh. Man, that's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me think. Hmm. I want to be remembered as someone who stood for something noble. That's one of the things that uh, I've been sharing a lot and reflecting on a lot recently about the idea that life is hard i mean now of all times that's it's more obvious than ever it's really Mm -hmm. difficult and sometimes it has a way of hitting you where it hurts and just Mm. surprising you with what comes at you and i mean it would have been so easy if 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 you could teach about or you could preach about about how to avoid hardships or how to I mean, if you do these things, if you pursue these things, if you follow God, or that things would would magically be okay, but it's That's not like right. it really. It's more of it's more of life is hard. You can't avoid hurt, but but you can always choose what's worth yes. getting hurt for. Wow! That's yeah, that's, that's what I want to be remembered by. Wow! So powerful. Thank you, bro. That's a very quotable quote, right now. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Um, one last question. What can you advise or what is your message to a leader that is probably listening right now? And this leader is in front of chaos and mess. Mm. Tell that leader in whatever leadership aspect they are in. Mm. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Do your best 
do your best to speak the truth. Speak the truth about who you are. Speak the truth about your situation. Acknowledge it. Face it. And yeah, don't 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 be afraid to seek help if you need it. Because oftentimes we do need it. And there's this line diva that, that goes that goes that God won't give you something you can't handle. And I, I think there's some truth into that. But at the same time, uh, at the same time, I think there will be times when God will give you something that you cannot handle. Yep. Because that reminds you that maybe you shouldn't be doing it on your own. So powerful. Never do it alone. And so yeah, don't don't be afraid to seek seek help, and as in <laughs> knowing your why, knowing why you're there is really a game changer. Nice, thanks, Mon. I love everything you're saying. Um, knowing your why, um, embracing your truth, uh, knowing that you can't handle everything alone. It's just really so powerful. So beautiful. This is content that a lot of people need, especially during the pandemic. And after the pandemic, people need this and mm. people need to embrace their mistakes. Yeah. Um, especially during this time. And if you want to move forward in life, that's what we need. So with that being said, brother, thank you. Thank you so much for today. Um, how you. can people? How can people find you? Uh, what's your Instagram or yeah. Anything oh. you want to promote? Right. My Instagram is at Rizmon Reyes. That's R-I-Z-M-O-N-R-E-Y-E-S. <laughs> and uh, same with my Twitter. Same handle. Um, I'm also on Facebook. But uh, most of my content, you'll find it at Youth Home Path. Right? So it's also on Facebook and on Instagram. And um, yeah, that's, that's most of where, where we are now. <laughs> thanks mon um god bless you more and i pray god's favors upon you thank you everyone for joining me today uh for jaypal hernandez podcast i hope you learned a lot um and you were inspired by the success story of by the success story of mon reyes um embracing his call for leadership embracing the mess embracing the 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 chaos and just you know um rising better and stronger and everything Hope you have a great life ahead, the best yet to come, and see you again next time. God bless you.